What's up, guys? This is Brad. It's been a busy week. Been juggling a few different podcasts, editing the website, but uh, I just want to take a break. I want to take a minute, and I wanted to share my quick thoughts on the passing of Kobe Bryant. Um, I almost didn't press record, but it's been in my head, dominating my headspace, so I have to get it out. But wow, man, it's mind-blowing, right? Way too young. I mean, Kobe and I are the same age, 1978. Both of us are 41. You just never know, do you? I mean, damn. Life, you know, life is so fragile. It's so short. Moments like this gives us that that pause in life where you pump the brakes, you reflect. You know, it's a crazy thing when someone bigger than, than life, you know, like Tupac, um, Robin Williams, Prince, David Bowie. I mean, pick your favorite celebrity when they just disappear. You know, this brilliant light just goes out without notice. And these celebrities are the closest things we have to gladiators, warriors, gods. And then one day, they're just gone. You know, they they just vanish. You know, it's hard not to take that to heart. You know, this idea that we're not immortal, you know, that uh, that we're not gods. We're just fragile human beings. And man, last Sunday is a reminder of that. It'll, It'll be a day I will never forget. It really upset me more than I thought it would. Um, I was on a date with my wife and our son called. You know, you could tell he was choked up and he asked me if I heard who died. And, uh, you know, again, he was choked up and I was thinking, man, I hope it was, is it, was it a family relative? I, you know, I had no idea. And then he told me Kobe and I asked if it was one of those celebrity hoaxes. Like, did you double check that? Um... And then the reports started coming in, flooding my Facebook news feed. You know, and then after that, we hear his daughter was on the helicopter. You know, my, my heart sank. Um, it really got to me. And look, I didn't know Kobe, but many of you are aware that I'm a huge basketball fan. You know, I get too busy with video land stuff that my love for the game has to kind of take a back seat at times. But whenever I can, I check the scores, the highlights, but there's you know only so many hours in the day. But basketball, man, it's it's one of my first loves. You know, I used to play from sunrise to sundown with my friends, my dad, my grandpa, you know, pick up games with strangers. You know, we would play in the dark. We would, you know, get cars and shine the lights on the hoops. You know, we would we would play in gravel, you know, breaking our ankles. You know, literally a few of us really did break our ankles. And, uh, you know, those are some of my favorite memories, you know, playing ball with my friends. Uh, playing the game, making that last second shot, that that crazy three-pointer, you know. Um, I've never felt more alive than in those moments. You know, this whole unfortunate situation, this, this passing of Kobe Bryant, just makes me want to go outside and just shoot around, you know, call up my friends, my old friends, and just play some hoops, you know, turn the car lights back on. So yeah, I love the game, and the, the basketball community is, is hurting right now, and it just sucks. You know, it's a sad time for basketball, for basketball fans. You know, we lost an ambassador of the sport that we love, and look, I'm not going to pretend I was Kobe's number one fan, you know. I'm a Pacer fan at heart. You know, I grew up a Bulls fan, idolizing Michael Jordan, but Kobe was the next generation's Michael Jordan. You know, he was a face of the league. You know, he's one of the greatest players to play the game. You know, there's no doubt about it. Uh, he won five NBA championships. He was an all-star. Um, he's a part of one of the greatest duos in NBA history. I mean, Shaq and Kobe, 
you know, my friends and I wanted to be Shaq and Kobe. You know, we wanted that one-two punch on the playground, you know, in the church parking lot. You always had the guy that could hit the threes and the guy that could play the post. So yeah, nothing but mad respect for Kobe. And I've always respected his Mamba mentality. You know, he always constantly tried to be the best version of himself. It's something that I try to do. You know, sometimes uh, I succeed and sometimes I fail miserably, but it's that mentality. It's the Joe Rogan mentality. It's the it's the rock mentality. You know, Kobe was one of those people with drive and with a, with passion, and you could just tell. You know, he would get up at 3, 4 in the morning to train to get his shots in. You know, there's, you know, many uh, many players res respected that, that work ethic. Paul George was one of them. When he played for the Pacers, you know, he would get up every morning and he would kind of copy Kobe's work ethic. You know, it's hard not to respect that drive. You know, it's inspiring. And uh, his work ethic showed on and off the court. Off of the court, in 2018, Kobe won an Academy Award for Best Short Film, Dear Basketball, which... He wrote, produced, narrated. I mean, here's a quote I pulled up from backstage at the Academy. He said he felt better getting an Oscar than winning a championship because, you know, he was uh, reinventing himself after 20 years of basketball. I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but he didn't expect that storytelling would be something that he would love as much as basketball. And after seeing Dear Basketball, it's sad that we'll never get to see what story he would have told next. But if you're unfamiliar with Dear Basketball, it's about Kobe looking back, you know, remembering basketball, you know, from a kid in his bedroom shooting tube socks to being a Laker, you know. And uh, you know, obviously I'm a big movie buff or anything related. Um, huge basketball fan, but I'll be the first to admit, man, I was asleep on this one, guys. You know, I knew it existed, but I completely forgot about it. You know, it's definitely potent and relevant because of Kobe's death, but... Guys, man, I thought this was absolutely beautiful. Um, it really took me back to my basketball roots. And, uh, you know, what kid, what kid growing up um, in Indiana, what kid growing up in Indiana loving basketball, you know, didn't shoot tube socks or dirty laundry into the clothes basket? You know, what kid didn't dream of playing pro basketball if he was a basketball fan, you know? And, you know, being the, you know, what, what kid didn't uh, dream of being the next uh, Michael Jordan, you know, Kobe Bryant or LeBron James? Right? I mean, Dear Basketball is, uh, it just took me back to my roots, man. And, you know, the, the short film, it's, it's a lot of things. It's, you know, it's a short film about Kobe. Um, it's, it's also about a kid's journey through life. It's about a boy living out his basketball dream. It's about an aging athlete getting old, you know, too old to play the game that he loves. It's about dedication. It's about hard work. It's about uh, aging, sweat and tears. It's about basketball. And uh, it's a love letter from a basketball player to the game that he loves so much. So I love the short story. And uh, you couldn't put together a better creative team. It's Kobe's story, um, but it's scored by the man himself, John Williams. It's animated by Glenn Keane. He animated um, the, the Little Mermaid uh Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Pocahontas, Tarzan. I mean, he's a respected animator. And uh, I love the rough look of the animation in Dear Basketball. It's this rough pencil sketch. Um, yeah, it's just beautiful. I could watch an entire feature-length movie with, with his style. But everything about Dear Basketball works for me. The inspired animation, the sweeping John Williams score. You know, if you're a basketball fan, a Lakers fan, a Pacers fan, a Bulls fan, just a 
a fan of sports, a fan of anything and how you dreamed of becoming the best at that anything you love, then check out Dear Basketball. I was actually talking to Videolander Ryan Smith last night, trying to get my thoughts together, and we were we were talking about Dear Basketball, and you know he's not a big basketball fan. I mean, he'll sit down and watch it with you, especially when a good game's on, um, and if you're excited about it, but he's not a basketball fan per se, um, but he said he could relate, you know, because Dear Basketball isn't just about basketball. I mean, it is, but... You know, it could be about anything. You know, Dear Basketball could be Dear Music. You know, uh, Ryan's a big music fan. It could be Dear Animation. He's a he's an animation fan. I mean, Dear Anything You Want. I think Dear Basketball, to me, and I think to others, is much more than just basketball. It's about life. I think it has layers. I can't recommend it enough. Please check it out. DearBasketball.com actually played it for free for like 24 hours, but it's been removed, which is which is really disappointing. Like, why take it down? I don't get it. I don't understand. I hope it's not about money or greed. Every fan, I think, should see it while they're mourning the loss of Kobe Bryant. You know, I've heard some say it's the perfect eulogy. I agree. You know, it should be plastered all over the internet. I actually linked it to our website, adventuresinvideoland.com, and then went to show a friend, and the YouTube video was taken down. It's not on YouTube. It's not on dearbasketball.com. It's not on Vimeo. Um, but there are ways to find it if you're sneaky. Um, but yeah, try and search it out. It's only five minutes long. It's worth your time. I highly, highly recommend it. I'm not going to end this quickie like I usually do. I just want to end by saying that my heart goes out to Kobe's family. My heart goes out to his friends, the other passengers' families. I mean, they're in my thoughts. I can't shake it, guys. Uh, I can't imagine the pain, the pain that these families are going through all I can say to our listeners is, you know, keep loving, keep working hard, keep that Mamba mentality. Much love, Videoland. Peace out.